Living with purpose is what Pastor Jack and the staff has decided. And, you know, the whole reason for Easter, and we celebrate his birth, and it's exciting, but the real reason is that God has purposed his plan in us. The kingdom of God will not operate without you. Even though God's sovereign, it won't operate without you. God created you with a purpose, a divine purpose. It can be a large purpose. It can be a small purpose. But I we, thank you, Jesus, that you were born. Nothing would have happened without his being born. Jonathan, I don't think I gave it to you, but Isaiah 7, 14. Isaiah 7, 14. Okay, let me... Genesis 3, everything changed about the kingdom of God. Sin entered in. Man was expelled from the presence of God. Everybody understands that? Something had to be done about sin. And so the Bible tells us, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. So there was a precious animal in, in, in the Garden of Eden, Genesis 3, and Jesus took that blood, took the skin, and covered mankind from his skin. It was a, it was a band-aid. It's called atonement. And all through the history of Israel, once a year, on the Day of Atonement, you could go with a blood sacrifice and your sins would not be eradicated. They would not be done away with. They would just be covered. So we lived that way for about 4,000 years. Isaiah, did we put it up there? Was it up there? 700 and 35 years before Matthew. That's a long time. But God had a plan starting in Genesis 3. The plan for Jesus started in Genesis 3. Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Amen. Good night. Thank you, Lord. Matthew 1, verse 21. 735 years later. And she shall bear and bring forth a son, then they shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. All of this season is about God wanting to take care of our sins. Amen. I mean, it's a beautiful season. We love it. But it's not about Santa Claus. It's not about reindeer. Amen. But it is about presence. But we spend billions of dollars this time of the year giving to other people and churches are full. But if we miss the purpose for his birth, we miss Christmas. Yeah. Christmas is just a, a nice time. We get, I love Christmas. Hey, I love the food. I love the fellowship. I get to wear a sweater. 
But the reason for the season is really for you and I. The whole purpose of Jesus coming, and we read that sin, is to save his people from their sins. Wow. I do not have to live with the thought, the condemnation, the guilt of sin. Because when we get born again, the Spirit of God lives in us. It, and, and the Holy Ghost convicts me that I've sinned. And if I don't catch it the first time, he'll do it again. How many know what I'm talking about? Sometimes, you know, it takes a few times for God to say, that ain't right. And by faith, because see, it says without faith, it's impossible to please God. So everything about our purpose in life hinges upon our faith in what the Word of God says. Is everybody with me so far? Amen. If we leave here today the same way that we entered, then I believe we've really missed what God wants to say to us today. Because he has a purpose and a plan for every life. That's why he came. Amen. Uh, John 3, 18. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, wow, to destroy the works of the devil. Satan loves Christmas because it gets our eyes off of him and on, it gets us onto Jesus, but he loves it when that's all we do and we don't think about that God came to save us from our sins. Amen. Satan does not like you. He's not your friend. Amen. Thank you, Lord. John 14, 12. Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me, woo, this is good. The works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my Father. That's our purpose. Jesus himself. You know, the Bible says somewhere that if, ever, if everything that Jesus did was written in a book, the world could not contain them. If everything, and then Jesus is telling me, the works that I do shall you do. Oh, and by the way, greater works will you do because I go to be with the Father. And we know that he needed to, he said it's expedient. It's expedient that I go to the Father because when I do that, the Holy Ghost, our helper, our parakletos, our advocate is going to come and live in us. Why? So that we can fulfill what God has us in the earth to fulfill. Thank you, Lord. I love the Christmas season. I love the song. Don't you love the songs? I just love the songs about Jesus. And, and it's an awesome time, but let us not lose face that we are here to fulfill the purpose of God. Amen? The Gospels, of course, of course, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, give us the, the story of Jesus. I love the story of Jesus. Mary, Joseph, Gabriel. Guess what, Mary? You're going to be found with child of the Holy Ghost. Now, 
<laughs> You're kidding. Two of the Gospels tell us about that. You have found favor with God, Mary. Mary is probably 14 or 15 years old. And it says, Mary, the angel Gabriel tells her, Mary, you have found favor with God. And, and you will conceive and you're going to have a child. Uh, you're going to have a child. And she said, look, whoa, this is good. Give me a break. <laughs> How can... See, this is what separates a physical man from a spiritual man. Here's the physical. How can this be? I know the process. I know what must happen. And it ain't happened. She's betrothed to John, which really means she's married to him, but they don't live together yet. So she knows that. In her mind, she's concentrating. I don't know a man. I've never, I've never been with a man before. How can this be? The next statement separates us from a physical man to a spirit-filled man. With God, nothing is impossible. Hallelujah. Now, folks, that doesn't mean just a few things. That means nothing, nada, zilch, zippo. Nothing is impossible. He's speaking this to a, a handmaiden, Mary. I know you're thinking naturally. Because see, Mary wasn't born again. Mary's not born again. She's just a little girl, little Jewish girl. Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible to God. Nothing. Your situation... Nothing is impossible with God. I'm reading great faith books by men of faith, men that have raised the dead. Account, 20 people raised from the dead by this man. Several, several men that found out the power that's in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm reading about his miracles, and he said, it's not long preaching, it's not long praying, it's saying the name of Jesus. Jesus. <coughs> He's seen cancer fall off, tumors fall off of people by nothing more than saying, in the name of Jesus. But see, it doesn't get done unless we do it. Are you understanding? Purpose. For this reason was the Son of God manifested to destroy the works of the devil. Each one of us, every person here, if you're born again and you have the Spirit of God inside of you, you have that name on your lips. And regardless of the situation, regardless of the situation, if you know that nothing is impossible with God, you can lay hands on the sick and they recover. Hallelujah. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Mark and John really don't 
give us anything about the birth of Jesus. Matthew and Luke let us know about Mary and the angel and Joseph. The angel had to talk to Joseph about this situation. All of a sudden, his bride-to-be is found with child, and it ain't him. The angel talked to him, and he, and he heard, ooh, angels are still speaking today. And then we have Elizabeth and Zechariah. They took Jesus to be to the priest. He was on duty that day. We, John, I mean, and then we have, we have uh, uh, Elizabeth. Uh, when Mary came, jumping up inside of her, the Holy Ghost, and we have all of those stories. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, that's the, that's the Christmas story. God spoke to the, we have the wise men, the magi, or the kings. They're, all three of them are the same. They traveled 500 miles because they saw a star. Ten, ten miles a day. It took them 50 days. I think that's interesting. That's Jubilee. It took us 50 days to get to Jerusalem. Herod found out that they were coming and talked to him and said, go find out where this king is born so I might worship him also. Amen. So he left Jerusalem. They finally go to Bethlehem. And an angel again speaks to him and said, don't go back to Herod. Go home. Yes. So Herod sends out an order to kill every male child under two years of age. And it's estimated in there were 2,000 babies murdered. The devil is trying to kill the Messiah. Maybe he knew that with the Messiah living, that we were going to get the purpose for his life. And we were going to lay hands on the sick and they were going to recover. You understand that? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The works that I do will you do, and greater works will you do because I go to be with my Father. We're powerhouses. We're powerhouses. The purpose, the reason for the season, of course, is to celebrate the birth. But let's just don't leave here thinking Jesus that he was born. Let's leave here knowing that God has put purpose in our lives so that we can fulfill his plan, especially in these last days. Amen. Hallelujah. God, you know, the plan of God is awesome. Amen. Isn't the plan of God? I mean, we're here today because God's working in our lives, but we, we took a step of faith. Amen. At some time in our lives, we said, Lord, I accept you by faith and we go from a physical man, we go to a spiritual man. Right. Jesus told Nicodemus, Nicodemus was as much of a, of a fleshly man as he could be. He was a, a, a Jew of Jews. And he came by night because he said, there's something about Jesus. Well, see, that's what people need to be saying about us. There's something about you. He came to him by night and he said, uh, no one can do what uh, happens unless God be with you. And Jesus said this, Nicodemus, you must be born again. See, that's why I came, Nicodemus. I came so that you can be born again, but you've got to use your faith in order to do it. Hallelujah. 
Now, here's the physical man, just like Mary was. How, I know not a man, Nicodemus, do I crawl back into my mother's womb? <laughs> we'll not do any great things for God if we're still in our physical man. But the spirit man, when we invite the spirit of God to come into us, the reason that Jesus was born to give us to accept him as Lord and Savior, to receive the spirit of God. When we get born again, we receive the spirit of God. When we get baptized in the Holy Ghost, he receives us. Wow. Why did we get the Holy Ghost? So that we can fulfill our purpose in this life. So we can do what God has called us to do. Now, some of us, it might be one person. Our purpose might be one person that we are to minister to. Others, it might be a hundred. Some others, it might be 10,000. Some, it might be a million. But whatever our purpose is, because of this season, all we have to do is do it by faith. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And the season is just the preemptive invasion. God invades us so that we can invade the world. And all we have to know is that nothing is impossible with God. Nothing. Hallelujah. Nothing. Nothing. Cancer. Coronavirus. Variants. These are all just tricks of the devil. This is a, what we're seeing right now is a mask, which is that, no problem with that. Bringing fear and telling us that you can't do certain things if you are not marked. A mask is a mark. Oh, you have a mask on? Fine, you can come in. Do you have a card that says you've been vaccinated? Oh, come on, just come right on in. See, the mark of the beast is going to be on our hand or on our forehead, and it's going to allow you to do things in the, the bad times. Now, we're not there. The tribulation, you're not there. Revelations, you ain't there. Everybody understand that? We're gone. We're gone. And the first, the first trumpet sounds, you and I are out of here. We're gone. We don't have to worry about, we don't have to worry about that mark of the beast. But you, can you see that it's leading up to that? That right, pretty soon it's going to, there's going to be a separation uh, between the saved and the unsaved. We're already seeing it. We're already seeing it. Our uh, benefits, our uh, way of life is being denied. They don't want to do certain things for the Christian community. So there will be a separation. But uh, in the revelation, we're not here. We're gone. Because when that trumpet sounds, now the Bible says in Thessalonians, when that, when that trumpet sounds, everyone hears it. But we that are spirit-filled, we're gone. Woo. For this reason was the Son of God manifested. 
Mark 16 said, these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They will speak with new tongues. We can talk to God both ways. Or three ways. I can speak to God in Spanish. But speak, we can, we can talk to God in tongues. And the Bible says it's a mystery to us, but nothing's a mystery to God. So when we exercise our faith in I just spoke to God. My spirit, I gave it utterance. For this reason was the Son of God. For this reason, we celebrate Christmas. Hallelujah. Because there's a work in the earth to be done, and God uses us to do it. There's so many scriptures that you could, that I could talk about right now. We'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. The demons, the devils, uh, uh, he's, he's destroyed because of, because of Jesus and what he did. But he put it in us in order to do it. You are so valuable to the kingdom of God. And you might feel like you're worthless. You might feel like you've done nothing, but you are valuable. And God's got a plan and a purpose. You know, and I think sometimes we just have to, there's going to be a right time and a right place for us to exhibit the will of God. How many is every, just all of a sudden, God, God moved on you to do something, to pray for someone, to, to lay hands on someone, to speak a word over someone, to call someone. My father used to always tell me that if someone ever came to your mind, maybe an old high school buddy you hadn't seen in, wow, 60 years, wow. But maybe there's someone I hadn't seen in 60 years and, and all of a sudden, I see there, I, I, I did this with a friend, his name was Herbie. I said, good night, I hadn't, I hadn't talked to, talk, uh, seen or talked to Herbie and since graduation. Lord, what is that? And my daddy used to say, well, when that happens, you're either supposed to pray for him or send him money. <laughs> and so I've told people that sometime, they'd call me and i say, well, you were thinking about me? He said, Pastor, I, you just, I just had you on my mind. I said, well, my daddy said, <laughs> you, you're supposed to pray for me or send me money. He said, let's pray in Jesus' name. <laughs> but I believe those are those instances when God moves on you. And I know, I know sir, we, we've had that to where you do something that you ordinarily wouldn't do. You, you sense to pray for someone. You sense to make a phone call. You sense to just whatever it is, but I believe that's the leading of the Holy Spirit in us because that's the reason Jesus Christ was born, that he might be manifested in the earth to show forth the glory of God. And of course, the main reason is the love of God was in Jesus. And because he came, we have the love of God. We're able to love. 
Now, sometimes it takes a little long to understand that, that we're able to love. Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. He came to forgive us of our sins. Wow. That's the best gift that we ever got. And again, we have to, we have to, we have to wrap our brain around that person that we can't forgive. But God helps us. Because unforgiveness in your life binds you to your old self. And to think that Jesus Christ was born so that I can have forgiveness of my sins. If there had been no Jesus, we'd be walking around with guilt and confusion and anxiety and be drugging and doing all those things. The Apostle Paul says, I don't know a whole lot of stuff, but I know this. Forgetting those things that are behind, I press towards the mark. And I'm going to make my statement. I don't know a whole lot, but I do know forgiveness. I know the scripture, if you don't forgive the sins of others, God cannot forgive you. Wow. I've, you, know my, you know my story about this. I felt like since I was a pastor, I didn't have to forgive. I said, you know, Lord. But thank God he wouldn't leave me there. So I'd read that scripture every year at least. If you forgive not the sins of others, I can't forgive you of your sins. And we just turn to the next page. You ever do that before? When you read something you don't, you just turn to the next page. That gets rid of it. You just turn to the next page. Several, several years ago, well, 20-something years ago, I could tell you exactly when it happened. I'm reading that verse of Scripture. If you forgive not the sins of others, I can't forgive you your sins. Turn the page. He said, nope. We're not going to the next page. So, okay. If you forgive not the sins of others, I can't forgive you your sins. Turn the page. You know, we're not going to the next page. And then he spoke this to me. Jack, if you don't forgive their sins, I cannot forgive you of your sins. I was born at night, but not last night. And I thought about how much God has forgiven me. How can I not forgive other people? And Bubba, I'm telling you, I want my sins forgiven. I, I don't want to carry, I don't want to carry one around. But that's all, that's just one of the benefits of what we're celebrating for Christmas. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. The simple thing, you must be born again. I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me of my sins. How many words is that? Twelve words, maybe? And all of creation 
for eternity is wrapped up in God's plan and purpose when a sinner, a natural man, invites Jesus Christ to be his Lord and becomes a spirit being. And then everything about creation, God's smiling. And we're doing what we're supposed to do. First step was we got born again. Amen. Second thing is we ask God to forgive us of our sins. And then we are put into a position of where we can minister life to other people. Yes. Amen. Wow. When they saw Jesus, they knew there was something about him. And I believe that's the same thing that's with each and every one of us. When someone sees us, they should see Jesus. Yes. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I, I was trying to figure out how many Christmas stories I've heard in 81 years. I've never heard one like this. That it's all about really us. The plan of God to come into the earth. See, he had to come as a man. Not an angel. Not a prophet. He had to come in as a man into the earth for 33 years. God's plan was for his death. It pleased God for Jesus' death because it was all about us. Wow. Wrap your brain around that. And we celebrate both holidays. You know what's amazing is Satan has a decoy for the two major holidays that we Celebrate Santa Claus, reindeer, and lights, which are awesome. But then, you know, then in his, then it's in his death. He just, he has a counterfeit. He just uh, 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 makes, up, makes up stuff. And to get our eyes off of really what it's all about. Amen? Bow your heads with me. Father, we praise you and we thank you today. Let's not leave here today the same way we came in. You know, it's so simple just to say, Jesus be my Savior, and forgive me of my sins. Let's just all say that. There might be someone here this morning. Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you as Lord. And please forgive me of my sins. I want to serve you. I want to be part of your kingdom. And I want to do it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank the Lord. Give the Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah.